Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow. Let us pray. Lift your hands wherever you are and pray. Ask God to speak to you tonight. It's important that God speaks to you when you come to church. Not that the pastor speaks to you, but God himself speaks to you because we've come tonight before almighty God. We've not come to see a man, but we've come to God. So ask him to speak to you wherever you are. Just open your mouth for a minute or two and just ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask him 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 to speak to you. Speak to us, Lord Jesus. Speak through your word. Speak through your spirit. We are listening. Our ears are open. Our spirits are open. Speak to us. In the name of Jesus. 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 Speak to me. Speak to us, Lord. listening, we are longing and we are waiting. Let your word come through to us. As water, let it cleanse us and wash us to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you may be seated. Wow. How's everybody doing? Well, today we are blessed. We have our brothers and sisters all the way from Durban worshiping with us. Reverend David and the rest of you, we love you. We are happy to give me a wave if you are from Debs. Okay. Oh, Mongi. Wow. Wow. 
Wonderful. Well, it's great. Also, those of you from Peter Marysburg, we are here. Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Well, we want to continue our discussion on loyalty and disloyalty. Amen. Amen. Loyalty and disloyalty. And we are talking about loyalty because loyalty is what we need to fight those who spoil the church. Amen. 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 Jesus is building his church. And without the spirit of loyalty, we cannot fight those who spoil what God is doing. Sometimes you have a beautiful church. If you don't protect it, if you don't secure it, your beautiful church will just be destroyed right in front of you. Amen. Sometimes you wonder why countries like America spend so much money on weapons. What, do you know what a SCAD missile is? As you see when you watch movies and the airplane flies and then they drop the bombs. You see those small, small bombs that just drop. One of it is called a SCAD missile. Okay, one of it, one, just one, is I think $40,000. That's how much it costs to make just one. And they can pass and drop about 100, like that. Do the maths, $40,000 to make one. By, if, they, if they drop 100, that's $4 million. And you will wonder, why would they spend so much money? Four million dollars. Imagine how much four million would do for us. And when, like, look, when they go to this type of Iraq, Afghanistan, look, they, in a week they can drop about a thousand. They just scatter the like that. You see money. I mean, and it's when it hits the ground, it causes more destruction and more financial loss. And you will ask yourself, why wouldn't they use it to buy food? Look, if the money America spends on developing weapons, they can use it to feed the whole of Africa. We will never be hungry again. Yeah, never. Everybody will have enough food to eat. Can you imagine? All short people will grow tall. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Yet they will spend it on developing missiles. Instead of using it to feed us. The reason is that they are trying to protect their beautiful country. Without those weapons, other countries will invade them and take what they have. That's why they develop all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Develop these things. Me? What's up? Yeah, I also miss you. Wow. Do you get it? So, it's loyalty is like these weapons. This preaching on loyalty and developing a church that has a culture of loyalty. It's like building weapons in the church so that we don't sit in the church one day and then somebody comes from Japan to come and spoil the church. Hallelujah. That's why every somebody called us this week or last week and was saying that, was asking the person was discussing this message I'm preaching and the person was Trying to say, ah, has somebody been disloyal in the church? So, yeah, something happened in the church. So, I explained to the person, nothing has happened in the church. No, nothing has happened. In the, she will listen again and she will see that I'm saying what she said. Nothing has happened. Nothing, nothing needs to happen. If you wait for something to happen before you start preaching such a message, your church will be destroyed right in front of you. It's actually because nothing has happened. That's why we have the confidence and the strength to preach this message. So that nothing happens. So that as soon as you start going that way, you see and you check yourself and say, Oh no, I'm going in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. 
And we say people don't become disloyal overnight. In our church, when you are disloyal, we call you an orangu. That is our nickname for disloyal people. So disloyal people are called orangus. Yeah. Ask your neighbor, are you an orangu? Yeah. It's from the it's from the monkey called the orangutan. Yeah. Hallelujah. So. People don't become orangus overnight. They don't wake up and just become. They go through stages. And last week I talked about the stage where we call the independent stage or the independent spirit. In Spanish we say it's called what? Espirito independiente. Yeah. It's not a good spirito. Espirito independiente is a bad spirito. And we say, if somebody has an independent spirit, the way it manifests itself or the way it expresses itself or the way it shows itself is that the person is part of the church, part of the group, part of the family, part of the fellowship, part of the business, part of the company, yet does not abide by the rules of the company. Doesn't allow the rules of the church to govern them and I said, usually when you look at groups in the church, you see it, it's common. You see, we are in the choir, everybody choir wears uniform, they give you a uniform to wear. Person says, As for me today, I don't feel like wearing this uniform. Meanwhile, everybody that is in the group, or the person, ah, what type of church I have to wear uniform? Very simple. If you don't want to wear uniform, join a group in the church that doesn't wear uniforms. And there are so many groups in the church, they don't wear. Uniforms, you see the groups there, media, they don't wear any uniform, they just wear anything they like. Then they come and appear. Show your love, sheep seekers. They all don't wear uniform. You can join, you see the person. No, I don't want to join those groups. I want to be in the ashes. Meanwhile, we say ashes, you must wear a tie. We have a, a prescribed ashes tie. The person say, I have a gold tie at home. My grandfather willed it to me. That's what I want to wear. It's also not a problem. But then join another group. That doesn't wear. And wear your gold tie. No. So you have them in the system like that. It's like we are in the group. But we don't abide by the rules of the group. Then it becomes problematic. Now. I would like to mention here that. Somebody with an independent spirit is not necessarily a disloyal person. Although all disloyal people start with an independent spirit. So you don't just wake up and you have somebody in your ministry, maybe he's expressing a few independence. Then you say, oh, you are disloyal, I kick you out. No, 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 no. No, no, they have not read there yet. They are just on the way. If they can identify it and retrace their steps or begin to conform with the group, immediately the situation will be averted. Yeah. When somebody is independent, what it actually does is that it opens the door for the next stage of disloyalty which is the offense stage. The offense stage. Let me explain to you why independent people become offended. You see, let's say the church, we are an army. We are all moving this way. When an army is moving, they move to conquer. So anything that is not with them is against them. So they just keep breaking things down as they are going. Now, when somebody is independent, because the person is not flowing with the group, the person is flowing against the group. Or let's say the group is flowing against the person. And like I told you in Zimbabwe, we say against. Flowing against. You thought I had forgotten. I have not forgotten. Against the person. So, that's the person over there and we are all coming, we are coming, we are coming and the person is there. We have no choice but to bump the person 
ran over the person, pushed the person out of the way. Because as for us, we are trying to get here. And you are standing in the way. So what happens is that when you have an independent spirit, almost everything we do as a church becomes offensive to you. I mean, even when I'm preaching, I have to use you as an example. Yeah. Because when I'm talking about the choir, I mean, don't you have people in the choir who when you tell them wear blue uniform, then they wear deep blue green. So immediately, even this preaching is actually against you without even planning to fight you. It's like the preaching is against you. Do, do you see? Let's say we all pay tithe. You alone, you don't pay tithe. And I start to preach about tithing. Immediately, the preaching is against you. And the church, we believe in tithing. All of us, I hope that all of you pay tithe. Yeah, and I hope that you pay your whole tithe. Not 4% or 7.3% or 8.2%, but 10%. Of your income, you tithe it. So when you don't tithe, what happens is that that's the orangu. Can you see the orangu? Yeah, that's the orangu. That's a disloyal guy. Yeah. So when you don't pay tithe, and we talk about tithing, you see, say everything we talk about will be against you because you don't flow with the things that are done. So with time. You begin to say, oh, the church, they are even against me. Oh, they don't like me. They are against me. They don't like me. They are always talking about me. They are always saying to me, so when they saw that I came, when they saw that I came to church, then they were talking about those who don't wear uniforms. You say you are in communion stars. You won't wear the communion stars uniform. So when we come and we, we are talking, we are even introducing just the basante. So we are not preaching. We say, this basante is called communion stance. They wear uniform. Okay, all of you who are in communion stance, stand up. Then they stand up. You see, they are wearing their black with their gold. And you alone, you are wearing yellow. You don't know whether you should stand up or you shouldn't stand up. Then you see, you are, you are in between. You are just there. Stand, you, just, you just stand like loading halfway. So everything becomes against you. Then what happens is that because everything is against you, it it pushes you into a stage where you now become offended. You now get, you take offense. Because as we are doing our work, and the work is a serious work, it's not a joke for us. Our lives depend on it. So as we are doing it, sometimes we have gotten heated. I mean, we we have gotten so heated we are doing, then you are now like an opponent in the way. So, then we just crash you out of the way. There's like, ah, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it that they didn't like me. Now it's clear that they don't like me. It's clear. I, this is my confirmation. And the Bible says in Matthew 24, Matthew 24 that then Jesus said, Verse 10, but Jesus said, Then shall many be offended, and they shall betray one another. They shall hate one another, and they shall betray one another. What leads to the betrayal? What leads to the treachery? Offense. He says, And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. What is the cause of the hatred? Offense. Offense. This is the second stage of disloyalty when people become, watch people who have become offended. Watch them carefully. The next thing they are likely to do is to betray you. Betrayal comes from offense. And why was he talking the other day? Then he talked about short people. Short people are my favorite people. I used to be short. And I grew tall. I mean, they are my favorite people. Every day he's talking about short people. What, what, has, what have short people done against him? I mean, he's jealous of short people. 
this. I mean, have you ever? I mean, tall people are never jealous. No. There's no one tall person I know whose prayers, oh God, can I be short? Never. Never. Back to what I was saying. So like every day he's talking about yellow bulls. It's because he's dark. Even last Sunday he came here, he said, uh, what? Homemade, homemade yellow bulls. There are different types of yellow bulls. Homemade yellow bulls. DIY yellow bones. Do you know DIY yellow bones? They did it themselves. If God didn't give it to them, they did it themselves. Yeah. Hey. I tell you. Yeah. You see, when you see the person, it's like there's Fanta at the top. Then there's Coca-Cola at the bottom. You are not sure. That's a DIY yellow bone. Every day he's talking about yellow bones. He has a problem with yellow. I don't have a problem with yellow bones. I actually like yellow. My mother is a yellow bone. Yeah. My mother is a full proper yellow bone moving around in the system, brightening the house. Yeah. Natural yellow bone, not DIY. Yes. So you see, then you become, you become hurt. Now when somebody is hurt at something, the next thing the person will do is to betray you. Always watch out for people who are hurt. Watch out for yourself also when you are hurt. You cannot predict what you are going to do when you are hurt. You cannot. You cannot. Go to the mental institution now. You see a lot of ladies there. They are all, when you check the history, the cause of the madness, broken hearts, offense that has led to broke Johnny, eyes. My God. The origin of the broken heartedness. Yeah, Kobe G is the one who did it. Yeah. Yeah. And be careful of such people. When people get offended, eh? and even you, let's forget about people who are offended. When you get offended, be careful of yourself. Because you don't know what you will do. You don't know. And as for offense, Jesus said, offense, they will always come. So offense, they will come for. I mean, as I've been here, I get off. Sometimes when I'm preaching, I can look at some people. Even the look on their face is offensive. Yeah. The look on their faces are offensive. Look, I was looking at a picture. Um, what's the name of the thing? I was looking at a picture yesterday on Facebook and I saw a picture in the picture, let's say this area one, two, three they are all smiling the only this one is serious, it's on his phone I mean not that they are smiling, they are laughing they are laughing I don't, let me stand here okay, the people here they are laughing, some are even falling down somebody's even trying to stand, then there's one person when you look at it, it's like, and I could remember that part of the service. I'm, I'm the one who was preaching. I could remember that part of the service. So you wonder, what is this one even doing in the church? And the cameraman also captured them. Bam, bam, like that. You'll be offended. There are so many things that brings offense. I mean, just, but the thing is that what the offense does it's not a simple thing. It's not a simple thing. That's why I'm talking about so that just in case you are in the church, something has offended you. It was my birthday. They didn't put me as a status. Or they didn't carry me on their backs. Just, hey. That's why nowadays I don't put anybody as status. I put a lion. A lion. That's all. Yeah. No, no, no. Even now, even when it's somebody's birthday, I don't know whether I to wish the person happy birthday on the group or of the group or I don't even know what to do. Say so it was my birthday and when it was this person's birthday, they bought a cake and then this person, my birthday, they didn't buy a cake and me, they bought Amakwenya and then this one. <laughs> yeah, but when, look, we had a case like that where a group of people were offended that it was somebody's birthday 
and there was a cake. Meanwhile, the cake was, the person himself bought his cake and brought the cake. And we all ate the cake, including them. They also ate the cake. And after they had eaten the cake, they were offended that on their birthday, there was no cake. No, they were not offended before. When they saw the cake, then they said, ah, oh, these people can buy cakes. Why didn't they buy cake for me? Why didn't you buy a cake and bring it? Fine. Maybe we bought a cake. Do you know our financial power at the time? Who told you to have your birthday on the, 20, 20, on the 14th of, 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 of January? Who has money on the 14th of January? If your birthday is between the, 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 the 3rd of January and the 20th, you have to postpone it. To postpone it. Me, me, my birthday is is always cut up since we started the the global fasting, and we've been doing global fasting for about fifteen years. If they start early, my birthday is cut in between. If they start late, my birthday is cut in between. For the past fifteen years, every birthday of mine I've been fasting. This church, who did it? This church. <laughs> oh, serious? Look, sometimes I wonder where are they in a rush to? Why don't they start the fasting on the 25th of January? We are all ready. We will all fast. No. Me, I was even suggesting that, look, for fairness, every year, we should do it in another month. So, if this year we did it January, next year, February, next year, then we know that it's going. Everybody will, be, will, will get a chance. Only me. Yeah, I know some pastors, their birthdays around the 7th, 9th. So, when we start late, they escape. Once a while, we start early. It catches them. But as for me, whether early or late, <laughs> no matter what happens, they catch me. But I'm still around. I said, as for the things that you offend, I, I said to one bishop, listen, this fasting, let us just do it monthly so that everybody will get a chance. So it will come to pass that one day Christmas we will all be fasting. Christmas. Christmas. That's all. My children will ask me, so daddy, on your birthday, what are we going to do? We are fasting. That's what we are going to do. We are fasting. Yeah. But offense, they will come. But when the offense comes, the effect, if you don't deal with it, the effect is that you start to betray one another. In the Bible, we see a perfect example of David's children. Absalom, Amnon, and Tamar. Amnon was the half brother of Absalom and Absalom's sister Tamar. And the Bible says that Amnon raped Tamar. Now, when Amnon raped Tamar, Tamar's brother, who is Absalom, he, he was hurt. He was hurt. Number one, he was hurt. He was hurt that somebody had raped the sister. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. And then he was also hurt that his father David, who was the king, did not do anything about it. Did not say, you, this is what you have done. This is the punishment. Now, the punishment for rape is death. Yeah. Leviticus, I think, 20. Yeah, Leviticus 20, 17. The Bible talks about if you sleep with your father's child, you must be put to death. So the punishment is actually death. So for David to actually go to say, okay, I'm dealing with the case. He has to lose one son. He has already had a child molested. Then he has to now deal with the case 
by letting them kill another son. So as the father, he just kept. Sometimes as, as the pastor, things happen, you just keep quiet. Because if you have to deal with the issue, somebody has to go to jail. Yeah, somebody, one of your church members must go to jail. And in, in David's case, one of his children had to die. But the other one said, no, 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 no. You didn't do anything about it. And he became hurt. Became offended. And the, the hurt was inside. Killing him. Now, imagine you have a sword, Tuli. Imagine you had a sword. And you don't do anything about it. Guess what happens? It begins to be infected. Begins to rot. Begins to smell. It develops what? A gangrene. Wow. Such wild words. What happens? That's what they have said. Yeah. Hmm? It begins to smell. It begins to eat up the area where the sore is. That's what happens. That's how offenses. If you're offended, you don't deal with it. It will just be graduating gradually. Gradually. And if you are in the church, you have never been offended before. Just wait for your turn. It is coming. It is coming. Well, you don't need... Oh, who, you are in the church, you have ne- nothing has offended you before. Just give me a wave. No, we just want to mark you and know who is the next person we have to offend. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Even in your house. We can even offend you now, right now, before we close the service. It's normal. It, it happens. And people get offended. Things happen to get you offended. But if you don't deal with it, then it leads you to something else. Sometimes you have to talk about something. I don't want any confrontation. I don't want... Look, sometimes you have to find somebody and talk to the person about it. Before the offense turns you into a bad person. I don't want to talk about my issues. I'm going to be in my corner. I'm going to sit in my garden. I'm going to eat worms. You'll be surprised at what... Of course, I need to mention that some of you us also have just positioned ourselves to be offended. Yeah, we, we, are, we are like, we, we just want to be offended. It's like we are looking for an offense. Can somebody offend me today? Is there anybody who is offending? So when we come to the church, we are just looking. Is there anybody um, who is there? Um, yeah, to be offended. Sometimes we can even get offended for other people. Yeah. You get offended on Spa's behalf. I don't like the way when pastor was preaching, he came to stand in front of Spa, then you, and he touched, he touched the globe. So, yeah. Then you are offended, though. You, you are offended. Yeah. Meanwhile, he that his globe was touched, he's fine in the church and happy in the church. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's happy. His wife is happy that the globe has been touched. Then you are offended on behalf of the Dlamini family. Have people like that. Yeah, you have people like and even this thing about birthday and that nowadays I don't put people on my status for birthday again. It's 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 like somebody got offended on behalf of another person. I mean, some I mean we used to be very big on birthdays, but people have used their offense to just kill it. What we used to do from time to time when we have money is, let's say, when it's spa's birthday, we all say, okay, let's take spa out. Then we all go out. Then we all pay for our food. Then the little extra that is on, we use it to pay for spa's food. Then we just go. It's low. So it's like we have been looking for a chance to go out and eat. But we just use spa as the scapegoat to go and eat. Sometimes we have money. Sometimes we don't have money. Sometimes the timing, even where your birthday is, your birthday is on a Monday morning. Monday morning. Who is available on a Monday morning? 
Who? 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 On Sunday morning. Who's available? Nobody is available. But if your birthday falls on a holiday, already we are all planning to go out. And then you have brought your birthday. So we just add it and we just make something like it's a birthday. Now we don't even do that. Now we had some like that. Then somebody got offended. Why is it that when it was Tulim Jali's birthday? Do you know Tulim Jali? Tulim, she was Miss South Africa before. When it was Tulim Jali's birthday, we didn't take, we didn't take Tulim Jali out for a birthday celebration. So then the person is rather offended. Meanwhile, Tulim Jali is in the church, or happy singing in the choir, going up happy in the church. Meanwhile, you are offended for Tulim Jali. On her behalf. Some of us are like that. I'm offended for all the Zimbabwean people because he said that againist. He said againist. Yeah. Yeah. Why should he make fun of um, 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 our, um, our Zim brothers? Yeah, he said he's a trickster. Yeah. Why? So then you, you are from Malawi, but you are angry for Zimbabwe. If it's not funny to you, don't laugh. When we get to Malawi, then we can talk about yours. When we get to Malawi, we will talk about the Malawi case. Now we are in Zim. Leave us in Harare. But you see, then they are offended for the person. One, one girl was misbehaving in one of our churches. And the pastor sacked, him from the, sacked her from the church. Then you will see church members who are sitting down watching her misbehavior. Then they are offended. For, why did he sack her? Why, why, if I was there, I would have sacked you twice. Sack you to go and call you and sack you again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said, oh, I'm going to tell Bishop. I said, don't worry. You don't have to come and tell me. If I was there myself, me, I would have sacked you. Then when you go out, I'll tell the ashes to come and call you and bring you back. Then I sack you again. So that you understand what it means by sacking. Yeah. Don't even bother to say, I'm going to meet. Don't even come. Because when you get to my, you will see where power lies. Yeah. We are doing praise and worship. You are on your phone. You are the praise and worship leader. So you say, uh, what is the song? Give me one of our praise and worship songs. Please, can I use your phone? What's the song? Which one? Please, one song. I'm the praise and worship leader. Sing along, please. Go home, go home, go home, go home with your phone, go with it quickly. You are busy typing as you are leading the praise and worship. What do you mean by that? If you are not ready to do the present, go and sit at the back. Go and sit at the back. Go and sit at the back. I said go and sit at the back. But you are standing on the stage and you are typing your WhatsApp message. And even when I'm preaching, I don't allow you to send WhatsApp messages. Imagine as I'm preaching, I'm typing, I'm sending WhatsApp messages. No, go home. Go home. Instead of the church members clapping for the pastor and saying, Pastor, you have done very, very well. You are the best pastor in the world. Rather, you become offended for the one who is spoiling the church. That he has been sacked from the church. Who we'll sack a sack a grandmother from the church. That's what we are going to do. Watch the space. Watch the space. We'll say, if anybody who bears her name, when you come to the church, say, be careful, your friend was sacked last week. You will also be sacked. We are watching you. Sometimes young people, they get offended for other people. Yeah, for other people. And why did he talk about sacking somebody from the church? Then you are offended. No, I, 
I meet people who are prone to offense. It's like every slightest. You preach for too long, they are offended. You preach very short. They are, that's from that time I started having my own time. When my time is finished, my preaching is finished. Whatever scripture I remember, I have to end it. I just you preach too long, they say it's too long. You preach too short, they say it's too short. You preach with scriptures, they say the scriptures are too many. You preach without scriptures, they say there are no scriptures. You stand at one place and you preach, they say it's boring. You move around, they say you are making them dizzy. Anything they get offended. Hey. They get offended though. Look, it's, it's like they enjoy, and usually these people are attention seekers. They just want attention. Yeah. Yeah. They are attention seekers. There's something. ADD is what? Attention deficiency disorder. Uh huh. That's what I'm talking about. They do, attention is not there, so they want attention. I don't know if that's what it means, but. <laughs> because I mean if you look at the English attention deficiency it means there's not enough attention then there's a disorder what else can it mean ah. ADD eh? yeah attention deficiency disorder you see they want attention they, 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 they. when you hear them complaining you, you, even as a pastor I try to avoid these people I try to stay on Charlie how Charlie how terms with you it's finished I mean what else are we going to talk about even if we start talking about the chess, you have a reason to be offended about the chess. You are, you are not an usher. You are not an usher. You are not an usher. You see, the person is offended for, about chess. Hey, you can't even have a meeting with them. Then everything offends them. It's like when there's no offense, they are not. Sometimes you have wives like that. They always have to complain about something. There's always something they have to complain about. Sometimes you have husbands like that. Always. You make putu, they will complain. You make rice, they will complain. You make this, they, anything. They have something. You put it, they say, I want African salad. You make African salad, they are offended. You make green salad, they are anything. They, they just must have something to be offended about. They just come to the house. They start looking for what can I be offended at. They see that they say, whose children are these? They say, oh, they are your children. Ah, okay. <laughs> they are your children. Say, ah. Oh, okay. You didn't know that they were your children. Who else? Whose children are they? <laughs> Who are those children making noise in the living room? Children. Are they not your children? Yeah. They just want to be offended. The slightest thing you see, pam, they have gone off. Yeah, they are offense prone. There are people, watch out if you are like that. Because your offense will lead you into betrayal or treachery. Treachery, as in you will turn against the person you say you love. Now, when people are offended, they don't stay like that forever. The next thing that happens is that they become quiet. Which is the third stage of disloyalty. It's called passivity. They become quiet. They become quiet. They don't say anything anymore. They just they don't talk as they used to talk anymore. They don't they even ration their smiles. They ration it. They don't smile a lot. They used to smile. When you see, oh, we smile. Hello, Bishop. How are you, Bishop? Hey, Bishop. Ha. When is hello, Bishop? Hey. So, how are you? Fine. Is everything okay? I said fine. How are their children? Fine. They will even look at you. The face is straight like a school principal. Yeah. When you go to home, it's a natural reaction that when something happens and you don't like, 
you redraw. It's natural. But you have to watch out for it. Because it means the offense is having the effect. If you ask I'm preaching, everybody is laughing. Some people are not laughing. I can see all of your faces. There's not even one face that I can't see. If you like, next week, put the camera here and record. And after church, just play. You will see the faces. Everybody's face I can see. There's nobody, unless you are wearing a mask. But if it's your real face that is there, I can see. Akona, lift up your head so that I can see you. Tell Akona to lift up her head so that I can see her. Yes, not your hand, your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get off your phone and lift up your head so I can see. Yeah. You see, sadly, it, 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 they won't talk. They won't say anything. Hey, Pastor, but what if I'm a very quiet person? Yes, there are people who are quiet. But even quiet people talk. Me, I'm a very quiet person. You don't believe it? No, 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 no. I'm a very quiet person. Yeah. No, this talk, as I'm talking, I'm being paid for it. That's why I'm talking. If it was free, I would never talk. <laughs> this one, I'm paid for it. So I've come to work, so I'm working. But after hours, quiet. Quiet. I'm doing my job. <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. I have five minutes. I have to work. So I'm working. You are my clients. So I'm talking. <laughs> yes, I know there are people, they are quiet if you are with them. If you don't start a conversation, they can't say much. They don't have much to say. They are introverts. But when you are with an introvert, I'll come to the other side. When you are with an introvert, whose heart is with you? Although they are quiet, you can't. I mean, if you take like Dr. Lamla, look, when she talks, I don't hear. (laughs) I have been with her for more than 12, 13, 14 years. Up to today, when she talks, I don't hear. I have to look at her lips, fill in the blank spaces. And use the prophetic unction to know what she's saying. So, so I'll be listening, listening. Oh, okay, I said this is what she's. Then I'll give her a response. Then she also was. Then I'll say, and then, then she'll say, then I'll read. Oh, okay, this is what she said at first. Then I'll add all of it together to make what she's saying. But when I'm with her, I don't feel like I'm with somebody who inten- has intentionally been quiet. I don't want to say anything. No. No. Meanwhile, she can't talk. She can't talk. Go and see her. When you go and consult her at her consulting room, you'll see the big words she'll be using at you. You'll be surprised. She'll be ADD. She'll be using words like that. ADD. Then you ask, doctor, what does it mean? Then he will tell you, attention deficiency disorder. Hey. Yeah. And then, th- those who say they are quiet, go and see them at another place. When they are watching football, you'll be surprised. The same quiet person is arguing. Uh-huh. Why did this? And then this is Why did Aguero argue with them? And they were, they were talking. They'll be arguing with VR. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I hear that you can't argue with a Chelsea fan because they have a point. Yeah. They have a point. They have one point. They have a point. They have a point. Yeah. Go and see them when they are quarreling with their roommate. You will see the number of words that come out the out of you will think that their mouth has diarrhea. The words are just coming like that. That same person says she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk. I know so many people like that. When they see me, they are quiet. They, you think they just arrived from heaven. They have not loaded vocabulary yet. They've not yet loaded the vocabulary up. So they don't talk. No data. Then you just turn and you see them talking to their friends. They talk. 
Sometimes you meet people. So, as for me, I'm very shy. Meanwhile, on their wedding, they'll be standing here, kissing a man in front of all the families in the world, kissing the man. Meanwhile, they say they are very quiet. I'm shy. So you have people like that. The reason why they are quiet is because they are offended. The reason why they are quiet is because they are offended. They have actually made a decision that we won't talk. We won't talk. I think Jeremiah 48 verse 10, the Bible says, Cursed be he that does the work of God deceitfully. And cursed be he that withholdeth his sword from shedding of blood. Yeah. It's like, watch out for people who, they have the sword. He's talking about war. It's like they have the sword, they can fight. But they've decided, they've come to fight, but they say, I won't use my knife, I'm just holding it. To my sister, watch out for these people. Watch out for people who have just become reserved. They won't get involved in, they used to be in dancing stars. They'll be dancing with dancing stars. Suddenly, they said they won't dance again. They only want to sit at the back and watch the dance. Be careful of all of them. You see, they are in the choir. One issue comes, another issue comes. Oh, as for me, I say they won't come for real or anything. Sit at the back. Watch them. Be careful of all those people. They used to be involved. Yeah, and, they, and that's actually it. You see, they start moving from the front, then they start going back, 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 back. They're getting close to their door. The next action is outside. Yeah, it's normal. No, any church you go to, you will see the more serious people sit in front, then the less they are going towards their back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Say amen. amen. Say another amen. Yeah. Yeah. You see, they get close to the, to the door. By the time you realize, they balance out. Yeah. Hmm. Alan used to sit here, ne? Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for all the people who have suddenly become reserved. They used to be active. They used to be alive. But suddenly they become reserved. They become cold. They become inactive. They don't join the fan anymore. Always watch out for them. Always watch out for them. When you go and check the history, they have been offended. Something has happened that they were not happy about. That's it. And instead of dealing with it, you, look, it's always better to deal with it. That, that's why our church is a family. Something happens, you, don't, you, you are not sure. You come to Auntie Yvonne and say, Auntie Yvonne, this is what happened. I wasn't happy at all. Maybe, maybe, maybe you are right. Then Auntie Yvonne will tell you, it's part of growing up. You have to be offended. But let's see your ability to get healed from your offense. Buckle, buckle up and let's go. Or you go and you are wrong. But you can't see that you are wrong. Then Auntie Yvonne will point out to you, no, it's not as you think it is. That's not what, it, what was done. That's not the meaning of it. You've gotten it all wrong. Change. But because she's a neutral person, you are now open to listen to her. But if you go to the person who has offended you, no matter what the person says, oh, she's defending herself or she's trying to argue. So you go to a neutral person, you talk and find a good person, not another. That's the next stage we are coming to next week. Yeah. Talk to somebody. Spy is here. Lady Pastor Lamla is here. Lungsta is here. Brother Zolili. There are so many people in the church. You don't like something here. You just go and talk to another person. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you see the meetings that we have downstairs. Is what generates the pressure that happens up here. So when they come from downstairs, they are coming with a certain fire from downstairs that anything that gets in their way. <sighs> so you think that you are the problem. You are not the problem. The problem is downstairs. So when you talk to someone, they say, oh, don't worry, don't worry. The pressure that they are under 
that's why they talk like that. Don't, don't, don't mind them. When the pressure cools down, you see the same person. They'll be smiling with you and be nice to you. Then you start to get healing. But when you bottle it up and you stay in your corner, you graduate into passivity where you now become quiet. Because you don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to start any problem again. So you just the natural thing is to stay out of trouble. So you just quiet. But unfortunately, that quietness leads to something else. And next week, God willing, we'll look at it. Stand to your feet and share your God. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself that Lord deliver me from this wicked spirit of disloyalty. Deliver me from it. Deliver me from it. Deliver me from it. If it be independence, get me out of it. If I am offended, help me to be healed of it. In the name of Jesus. If the offense has graduated into quietness and due quietness and passivity, help me out of it. Bring me to my normal self. Bring me back to what I am. What I am originally. Lift your voice. Just pray for a minute or two. We are are closing. Just pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself wherever you are. Say, Lord, help me. Deliver me from this evil spirit. May I not be a betrayer. May I not be a treacherer. In the name of Jesus. Deliver me from this wickedness. Deliver me Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. Save me, Lord. I will be saved. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Heal me, O Lord. And I will be healed. For you are the one I pray. Thank you for every hand that is lifted up tonight. Stretch forth your mighty hand and heal every hurting heart here tonight. Everyone that has been offended one time or another, give us the strength to overcome that we don't graduate into passivity and into wickedness. In the name of Jesus. That we don't become betrayers and treacherous, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Deliver us from this wicked spirit of disloyalty. Build a faithful army. Build a loyal team in this place, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen. Say a better amen. Amen. You're here tonight. I want to just pray with you wherever you are. Just put your hand on your heart and say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together. And you may be seated in heavenly places.
Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.